You are listening to Honestly, It's Motherhood, a podcast for moms who just want to talk about motherhood honestly. This is season four, episode four, self-preservation, when and how often. Welcome back to Honestly, It's Motherhood, a podcast for moms who want to talk about motherhood honestly. I'm your host, Melanie, a stay-at-home mom of four who is basically keeping things mostly under control and wants to teach you to do the same. As always, before we get started today, I want to remind you to hop on over to my website, mostlyundercontrolled.com, and at the top, you can grab my self-preservation freebie printable. It's a free seven-page printable that will help walk you through how to grab small moments of self-preservation during the day so you can keep your motivation and energy level up and allow yourself to schedule and carry out the much-needed self-care you deserve. Last episode, we talked about self-preservation and the concept of taking care of yourself during the day when you have the kids. Now, I know I said the next episode after that would be self-care, but I felt the need to dive deeper into self-preservation with you to really help make sure you understand and can do it. These moments, emphasis on MOM, of self-preservation during your day have been normalized as self-care. After attempting to take care of myself while also taking care of my children, I thought the same thing. This way of thinking then caused me to not seek out additional self-care outside of the house. I convinced myself, and so did social media, that this was enough. I should be happy with what I have. Over the years, I've realized that it simply isn't, but it is necessary. Doing these tiny things for ourselves help keep us energized and give us something to look forward to that prioritizes ourselves during the day when it feels extra impossible. Today's episode is going to focus on when you can do these moments and how often they can be or need to be done. So first, I want to kind of address the elephant in the room. You're probably thinking that with all the things you have to do around the house, it's impossible to find time to prioritize yourself. And I honestly used to think that too. What I did was take a long, hard look at what I thought needed to be done around my house. My friends, there is so much on your to-do list that doesn't actually need to be done or doesn't need to be done as often as you think. What I'm saying is, nap time doesn't have to be cleaning time. Repeat after me, nap time doesn't have to be cleaning time. This was life-changing for me. Sadly, I don't get nap time anymore, but when my twins were babies and I finally accepted that, my life became a lot more free. Use the nap time a few days a week to take care of yourself, even if the dishes aren't done. Even if the toys are strewn about the floor, I promise it will all be there when you're done and you'll feel better about getting it done after focusing on recharging yourself. Here's another tip. It doesn't have to be you who does the cleaning. Another thing I started doing was waking up before my kids. I know that I talk about this a lot, and I'll dive into this more in a future episode, but know that this also helps me function during the day. I use this morning time mostly for moments of self-preservation, but sometimes for cleaning if I desperately need to get something done. Screen time is a great option for getting in your moments. Kids zone out on the screens, good and bad in my opinion, uh, but take advantage of that 22 minutes or however long those episodes are that they watch. They're occupied. No one said you had to sit and watch Blippi with them. School drop-off line and pickup line is insane. Why in the hell does it have to start so early? Use this time wisely also. You're sitting there picking at your fingernails. Why not use the time to recharge your battery? During a kid's club, meeting, or practice, you can get something done for yourself. If you work outside the home, use your commute wisely. You're alone in the car. Listen to a podcast. Catch up on a book on tape. Anything that you can be doing where you can still be paying attention to the road is a time for you to recharge. 
When your partner gets home from work, bow out for a brief break. I call these emergency moments. I don't typically do these daily, but if I've had a really rough day, I will give my husband a heads up and let him know, when you get home, I need 20 minutes alone. Go hide in your car, pick up a drive-up order. Similarly, when your partner is home, retreat to your room before needing to start dinner. Now, how often do you need to snag these moments? This is going to be different for everyone. Uh... Since parenting and your day can be consistently inconsistent, it's good to have a goal, but maybe don't set it in stone. I personally like to have three plus in one day. I get one long one in the morning when I wake up before everyone and my kids get about two other chunks of screen time during the day. So there is two more for me. I can sometimes get one while I'm making dinner as well. You have to play around with it and see what the best option is for you, but don't lie to yourself. We also need to talk a little bit about mindset. I'm sorry. This was huge for me as well. If you're setting up the kids at the TV for two episodes, you have to be ready for kid one to kick kid two in the middle of the show, because why not? You'll also have to be ready for someone to complain that this is not the episode they wanted, because you know that's coming also. You'll need to get in your head that it may not be uninterrupted. Don't approach meltdowns and fights thinking they're ruining your time. I'm all about us prioritizing ourselves, obviously, but this is their time. Ultimately, their development is what rules our days. We're just along for the ride, so we have to get into our head that it isn't going to be perfect. Finally, I want to address that elephant in the room again. When in the hell am I supposed to get my family maintenance tasks done? Your chores, if you will. I hear you, and I'm going to tell you what I do, and it may mean you have to do some mindset shift. Shit, there's that word again. I reassessed my priorities. By many people's standards, my house is probably messy. Not dirty, but messy. Sometimes we come to the dinner table and lunch crumbs are still on it. Sometimes I have time to clean them up before serving dinner. I've learned to put my phone down more often. I realized some things I was doing around the house weren't necessary to the functionality of my family. I just thought I was supposed to do them. A friend sent me this graphic she saw on Instagram, and it said this. Some of the most kind, thoughtful kids I know are raised in houses that are a mess, by parents who forget practices and wear mismatched socks. At times, I think this may not be a coincidence. When parenting life becomes overwhelming, perhaps they knew what to let go and what to put first. Kindness matters. Socks, not so much. She saw this on Instagram on the account at self-sufficient-kids. This was apparently said by someone named Amy Piper Webb. Now, I googled this person. I have no idea who they are, so I have no idea this actually happened, but the quote really stuck with me. Clean tables don't matter. Perfectly folded laundry doesn't matter. Vacuumed and swept floors don't matter. Boxes that have been sitting around for six months waiting for their trip to the donation center don't matter. What matters is you taking the time to take care of yourself so you're a more present and meaningful mom. That is what matters, I promise. Now that you know when you can do it, take your freebie, write down some of those times, and come up with some of your own. As always, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and head over to my site, mostlyundercontrol.com, to grab the freebie and start snagging those moments of self-preservation when you can't get away from the kids. Next, we're going to talk about what you can do for self-preservation. Until then, keep doing your best and kicking motherhood's ass. We'll talk soon.